Welcome to the latest Pink Podcast in the Pink Elephant Podcast Series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Welcome to Can You Legislate Availability, Part 3 of 6 with IT Management Consultant Jack Probst. How about the 747? Could you stand for one hour and 41 minutes of downtime on their systems a week? How about one minute? Could you take one minute of downtime a week on their systems? It would really be a shame if that one minute happened to be on the landing at Hong Kong Airport. Only if you could plan the minute, right? But one hour and 41 minutes, you could probably live with that, right? That's my point, is that the risk, the conversation that we have with the business all the time is, is what kind of risk can you tolerate? A medical situation or an airline The risk tolerance is really low, isn't it? Because there's certain things in terms of life safety or impact, in terms of the the economic impact, they're fairly significant. The risk tolerance is fairly low. And so I'm willing to pay quite a bit of money in order to support that. As opposed to if I was, um, and we'll use this example in a minute, what about if Macy's lost their point of sale systems on the Friday after Thanksgiving? Could they tolerate a half a second? Yeah, probably could. Could they tolerate a minute? If they lost it one minute, point of sale systems nationwide, if they lost it a minute, could they tolerate that? Yeah. Could they tolerate one hour and 41 minutes? Probably not. I mean, you're talking about major, this is truly when most of the money is spent for the holiday season, it's spent on that one day. Could they tolerate that? It's the risk tolerance of the business, right? That's the conversation that we have with the business. That's what they care about, okay? So there's a cost associated with how much peril we're willing to put the the business at. So how would I profile businesses and their risks? How would I do that? How could I have those conversations? Well, one way is to say this is routine business, I mean, it's just normal transactions. It's just stuff that happens. It's the Macy's thing, right? It's point-of-sale systems. Routine business typically can take, it can tolerate some up and down. It's like your desktops and your network at work. Uh, Unless you are running something of of a significant nature, if it's just the general office, um, the general office environment, you probably, from a risk standpoint, the the business is probably pretty tolerant of up and down. What about high availability? High availability are those systems that support the business um, transactions that you know what? I really, I could probably take some localized outage, but I can't take a system-wide outage, United Airlines. I can't afford a system-wide outage. Let me give you another example, Comair. Comair Christmas season 2004. You remember this one? Comair lost. Comair lost their flight scheduling system, their crew scheduling system, right at Christmas. This is a legacy system that they knew they had to replace, and it failed. And it just happened to fail a couple days before Christmas. It was down for days. 
It impacted, actually Delta owned them at the time. It impacted them to the tune of $20 million. $20 million. Significant sum of money, right? This was something that they probably could have, it would have been okay if they had lost, say, in one of the outlying, like in Columbus, Ohio, where I live. It probably been okay for the crews that were flying the Com airplanes out of Columbus, Ohio, if the, those computers went down, what they couldn't afford was a network-wide outage. So high availability systems are those that, quite honestly, you can't have the whole thing crash on you. Continual or critical. Benedict mentioned if we have a life safety issue, pacemakers, things of that nature, also where you have high economic impact. So our... Um, the example of um, the 747, to me, is the best example, really and truly. I, I'm sorry. I, I really don't want them to have a system failure. Now, there's a, there's a unique difference, all right? So you can see that the risk tolerance of the business varies, and you could start to categorize your systems because you could start to have conversations with the business, say, this is routine. Could you tolerate some, some outage here and there? Yeah, and then it's a question of how much versus high availability. I could take something small, local, but I can't take network-wide versus, you know what, I can't take anything because people's lives are at stake. Would it be okay if we lost the air traffic control system? Wouldn't, right? Lives are at stake. It would be really bad for all of a sudden all those radar screens to go blank. I'm sure they have contingency plans in place to handle that, but I would say that risk tolerance for that is relatively low. One last one. Remote and unserviceable. I'm sorry, the Maytag repairman cannot get there. I have put portable systems in place in locations which are virtually impossible or too, experienced to, or too expensive to service. The Hubble telescope. I have to have availability of my systems such that they have to run like the ever-ready bunny forever and ever because it's very difficult, if not impossible, for me to get a repairman there. Okay? Four different risk profiles associated with availability. But let me give you something else to think about. What's the distinction between the system crashing because something silicon melted and a flood? It's not available, right? If I lost the data center because of a fire, a flood, or tornado, whatever it might be, oh, by the way, um, organization that I know lost their data center, their mainframe, for four days because of a DASD replacement. That's an availability issue, especially when it's $1 million an hour is what you're losing. That's an availability issue. I would offer up, from a risk standpoint, there's no distinction between the fact that I lost a system like the UAL or the Comair issue and the fact that I just had a flood. I have to restore service. And what is the risk tolerance of the business relative to that outage? But let me extend this one more way. If I take the COBIT definition of what is availability, COBIT talks about up and down, 
You know, is it up and down? Is it a performance? That sort of thing. But what about access to information? So, is it okay for the 26.5 million veterans who um, whose records have been exposed as a result? By the way, they they found out the crook found the the PC and that actually the guy didn't know what he had, which oh well, bad news for the crook. Um, fortunate for people like myself who had their name on that database. But if I then start to think in terms of I extend my view, what is the tolerance of the business in terms of the availability of information anymore? Think about this. It's not so much anymore that it's just transactions floating through systems and they're hitting servers and databases and we're doing stuff on the CPUs and the like, right? What is it that we actually do? We actually are our economy for the most part, is being traded on information. As a matter of fact, information is, is one of, the, one of the, the huge markers for the North American economy. It's not so much that anymore that we're dependent on manufacturing things, it's the fact that we're knowledge. We're a knowledge economy. All right? What if we extended this whole concept of availability and treating, and treating the, the, um, the mitigation of the potential for bad things to happen to the fact that we're making available or accessible to people who shouldn't have it, right, information that is critical, okay? All right, so I want to extend that because what I'm going to do now is I'm going to talk about actual business risk itself. So here's the piece. This is where you start to build the business case. This is where you start to have the conversation with the business leaders around this, what would seem to be to them a rather oh, esoteric subject called system availability. This is an engineering thing. I mean, this is why I hire the geeks to come in and do the work. So the Economist magazine did a survey of business leaders. And they, they asked a very simple question. They said, here, we're going to give you some criteria. You know, we're, it's going to be a little more than just a simple question. But basically, we want to understand that if IT, something, IT does something bad, meaning they fail to do what it is that they are expected to do, what's the risk to your business? What's the risk to your business? Meaning it has the potential for having a negative impact to the business. So they said, well, um, there's a couple of things. One is that IT is so deeply ingrained in what we do today as a business, 32%. Now, you understand, they're picking from a laundry list of things. So 32% said that sustaining business operations is significant. Meaning, if IT failed, their ability to sustain business operations, one-third said they wouldn't be able to do it. So let me ask you this. Back in your shops, if you turned off technology tomorrow, I'm not talking about the accounting systems. I'm not talking about the HR systems. I'm talking about the value chain that you do as a business. What would be the impact to the business? Could you continue to generate revenue? You turned off IT tomorrow. You've been listening to part three of Kenya Legislative Availability. Please join us next week as we present you with part four. 
Thank you for joining us for today's Pink Podcast. Go to www.pinkelephant.com to find out more about our products, including Atlas, a knowledge database with hundreds of example documents and templates for your IT management best practice projects.